0: You are listening to Nobody Cares Except for Me, which is a podcast hosted by me, Auntie Donahue. You're shocked at all of that information, I'm sure. Um, but guess what? Finally, the time has come. I've gotten more messages about this topic and about the person behind it and about when this episode was going to air than I've gotten about anything, including my own work. So thank you for that. It's happening. We have her. We have an activist, an anti-sexual violence advocate, a genius, a person on Twitter, a human, a woman about town, as she just described herself. Ladies and gentlemen, Farrakhan! You can talk now. Hello. What are we talking about today? Um, My favorite animal of all time. Which is? Otter's. Everyone just gasped and pulled over on the highway because they need to be <laughs> alone with this moment. I feel like I need to be
1: alone with this moment because I've been waiting for a moment to talk about my love of otters. Do
0: you want me to leave so you can be alone? Yeah, for this I
1: think that's pretty much it. Hey, do. Okay, goodbye,
0: everybody. It was so nice to have me on. Otters. Yeah. Okay, let's begin. Why? I
1: love sea otters. I, I'm say I you, love the sea. I love the sea. I love sea otters. Sea otters are these fluffy, Gorgeous creatures that float in the sea. They actually um, hold their baby on them. They float on their bellies while they're, you know, and the baby pup can't swim by themselves. Otters, you have to fluff the baby's hair. They actually, moms fluff their baby's hair so they can actually float better in the sea. They also hold hands. And and if more than one otter holds, two otters are holding hands and it's a raft. Like they're just kind of everything.
0: Okay, so when did this obsession begin? Were you a kid who loved daughters? Were you a grown ass woman who loved daughters? What happened? So I was a kid that loved unicorns. Okay. Like every
1: normal human being did. I preferred cats, but okay. um, I think That's we're okay. not normal. So <laughs> I'm gay. So I feel like, you know, there's Go for a it. gay root. For, or, yeah. Lisa Frank. Yeah. All of it. All the unicorns, all the things. Um, and I love unicorns and I love my little pony, but you know, as I got older I started thinking about more animals. I wanted to expand my grass. Your menagerie? <laughs> yeah, I want to expand my menagerie of love. And then, um, actually, I was working on a project called with called Femifesto with another woman named Shannon Yansopoulou. And we were thinking about, like, what would be the symbol of how we want people to think about addressing sexual violence? I know it seems weird, but we were thinking about otters because we wanted to work hand-in-hand with survivors and community members. And so we became obsessed with otters. And then it just went downhill or uphill i think from there And like what year ish was this 2011 so this is
0: kind of a recent
1: this is a recent thing
0: you've like or maybe like less recent than more like you've settled into a harmony with them i am a person
1: that has many otter stuffed animals like i never thought i'd be that person that has like i kind of hate like china dogs or things like that. M- much respect to anybody who does the very 1950s yeah i'm not into that Or collecting dolls. But then it just starts like, you know, one day you're at the Vancouver airport and they have these otter slippers and you're like, "Mm, those would be really awesome to take home. And then all of a sudden you have like an otter umbrella and then stuffed animals, pajamas, pins. It's, uh,
0: you know, a thing. Now, what do you think about the way that we kind of like in 2011, an obsession with an animal might not be as prevalent as now where like the internet is like sloths like yeah that's me doing logging <laughs> into twitter every day and then like capybaras yeah. i think i pronounced that right and then like some people like kittens and poppies and hamsters and whatever um how did you feel about the way that like otters have kind of Edged their way into the mainstream. Yeah, it's a little bit weird to me to see so much
1: otter things, but I understand they're adorable, fluffy. I can't not say fluffy enough. Fluffy
0: is the perfect word. No, they're just they're just like a puffy ball, and also perfect. elegant with their hands.
1: I know, and the like they hold hands. And I just think, for me, at that time in 2011, when there was starting to be more and more conversation about sexual violence, for me, I, I need things that ground me, and animals are that place where I see them and I go, oh wow. This is something that actually makes me really joyous, and I need joy in my day. And so, yes, I am that person on Twitter that is subscribed to many, many Twitter feeds that show me pictures of otters. So it breaks up
0: all the ridiculous other things I listen to and hear. But I think, like, you make such a good point there because right now, especially with, like, everything happening in the world, you go on Twitter, and it's really fucking depressing. And it's really – it's a massive bummer. And you can't opt out of paying attention to the world, but you can actually – and I've seen you do this, and I love that you do this. Take a break by like you issue photos of otters, and you'll like retweet an otter account, or like I made a post about otters the other day, which was t- the best. Thank you. Actually, Loki was like, "I hope Far likes this." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "I'm obsessed!" Yay! Um, so we kept you here for 45 minutes before here talking about why we're going to be friends forever. But like, I think what we do not tend to like really acknowledge when we joke about our obsessions with the animals is that they're actually like kind of a mental safe space. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz you can lose yourself in otter facts. Yeah. And I think we need that. I think we
1: get so obsessed or worried that we're not talking about world events all the time, all the time and feel guilty that we're not on top of everything. Right. So did you read this article? Do you know this? This is happening. You know what? I can't know everything. No. And the work I do is really hard and I need to have joy. And I remember when my wife and I first got together, she was like, you have a lot of picture books and stuffed animals. Like. You like kind of a child? And I was like, (laughs) yes, kind of. But also, these things make me feel better. I need to know that there's fluffy things in the world. I need to know there's joy. I need to read picture books sometimes. I need those things to make me feel like the world is going to be okay. And sometimes it's a reminder that there are kind of those simple things you can just kind of easily look at and go, oh, yeah, that's good. It's like puppies. I feel that way about puppies. Do you really? Yes, and that is really recent. Because when I moved in with my, my wife, um... I've never lived with a dog. Actually, in my family, dogs were not – religiously, we just didn't have dogs around. Um, And so then when we moved in and I was like, oh, there's a – Francis is here every day. Hello. And I had to figure out how to deal with that. And now I'm like – every time I see a dog, I'm like, I don't know any of the neighbors in my neighborhood's name, but I know their dog's name. I
0: was just saying that too. And I'm not really a dog person because – And I do not mean to come across as, like, a cold, uncaring person, even though I am those things. But I find that, like, dogs are, like, kids that don't really grow up. (laughs) Yeah, they're not. And that's my nightmare. So (laughs) Whereas cats are, like, I'm going to slap you in the face. Cats are such dicks. And I'm, like, (laughs) I respect this. You hold your ground. Like, sometimes I'll take my cat, parents' cat out from, like, under the bed and he will just, like, swipe me and be, like, I hope you die. Yeah. But I'm the same. Like, in my building, I don't know anybody, but I do know that Kinsey the dog lives down the hall and that, like, Katie rose belongs to the scottish couple on floor eight but like i don't know what built i don't know where it's a different thing but is your love for puppies and dogs different than your love of otters oh my love for otters is deep okay so it's way deeper how is it deeper than like say me who's like i love cats but like i don't own any cat paraphernalia yeah so i
1: love otters so much but I also have so much respect for him. So every time I've been – I've been in Vancouver a lot for work and I refuse to go to the aquarium because I don't want to see otters in captivity.
0: Aww. And I have a
1: hard – and I even I'm really picky about otter memes and otter images because I'm like I don't want to see otter images of people who are like have an otter in captivity. So I only want to see the ones that are like sea otters out in the sea. Aww. Um. So I – and I just – I don't know. They just, the fact that the hold hands piece and just like, it reminds me of community care. It reminds me that we are not alone in this, so that we have, we need each other to make it through. And I think that is a really important reminder when oftentimes we're told that it's a kind of just, you got to fight for yourself and all, all it matters is about your glory or your making it through. And I think the only way we make it through to, I don't know, smash the patriarchy or, you know, dismantle the institutions that harm us on a regular basis is actually to be together.
0: I think that's such a really important and validating point, too, because, like, um, I know for myself over the winter and for a lot of the people close to me, it was a very difficult winter. Just a lot happened. It was, like, emotional, mentally very taxing. Um, And I think the biggest lesson I took away from it was that, like, just be – like, to be an adult you don't need to be an island like you don't need to be alone and like that was a myth I'd really bought into like I remember moving out at the end of last year out of my family's house and being like I don't ever need to talk to my parents I don't need help from anybody (laughs) I'm a grown-up now and then like um, slicing my finger open right after Christmas I was like going to drive myself to the hospital because I don't need anyone and Mm -hmm. then when um, my apartment began to look like a crime scene I was like I should call my father because I can't drive myself but that's an important reminder, and in a way that, like, you're not shoving that message down the throat of people, because I think I've, i it can be ta- it can be really hard to say anything I just said without sounding like we were all going to like hold hands and just cry, right? Like that whole like, let's all build a rainbow cake
1: together and I, eat it. And that's not, not girls. me, no, yeah. oh, me, me neither. Yeah, but on the other hand, mm-hmm. I want to have those conversations. When my my dad died, uh, it'll be the anniversary at the end of this month, uh, and. You know, I had friends that like flew in to make sure I was okay. I had friends that were like, "Okay, what's the plan? Like how are we going to make sure you eat? How are you? and I was like, oh, "What is going on?" Cuz usually I like to take care of people or I'm, you know, I'm okay, but it was a real learning time when it was one of the hardest years of my life to have people that were around me taking care and I think we have to be okay about that, and it doesn't make you not a grown
0: ass person to ask for help, but also to receive it. Because I think that's the hard thing to receive the help. Yeah, I can give help, and oh, then yeah. I like get off on being better than people in my head, where I'm like, "Oh, look, you didn't even like they're sad. <laughs> but, like you wouldn't get sad like that. Like you're going to help them because they're weaker than you." And like, well, trust me, my therapist have talked about all of this <laughs> in length, and her being like, "Wow," but like, it's very, it's very scary when you realize somebody is willing to support you and that might mean like even a friend being like Mm -hmm. listen i'm buying dinner tonight because you've had a shit week and i have fought over that and i'm sure many of us have yeah and it's also it's like sometimes i wonder if it's because if i
1: trust that person to be there what if they go
0: right it's always that thing where it's like i don't want to be i don't want to feel foolish
1: yeah but i and like you know what i've as someone who has had people leave my life, so my – like, half my family disowned me when I came out as mm. as gay. And um to lose them the way I did, I always see, like, my chosen family – I don't worry anymore that they're going to leave. Like, they've been there for me. And so when I think about otters, like, otters came at a time when I got obsessed with them or really interested in them was the fact that I just thought about how do we build community and how do we build care? And not in that, like – yeah, I know what you mean, like those weird uh, Instagram posts that are lovely and wonderful of like I, self-help. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I don't think like, you should be sorry. And I think, but on the other hand, it's like, we should be able to earnestly talk about care because we need it and we need
0: also chosen family. I don't know about you, but there's people that I know I can call in the middle of the night Yes, and we'll be there. Yes. And I think like another facet to that is like, there's such a freedom and camaraderie in admitting that you feel like shit when somebody else feels like shit yeah um one of my best friends and i had dinner yesterday i hadn't seen her in a long time and she's pregnant and she was like it's fine like you know it's difficult though and she's like and i want to sit here and lie to you and be like i feel great and i'm like like, how was your winter and i'm like all right it was bad and it was like we both acknowledged after the fact that that's what chosen family is when you can sit there and be like well that was a time how are you feeling they're like i also feel like shit yeah. Yeah. And there's no shame around it, right? No. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, I don't know how the otters, otters communicate amongst each other. <laughs> they communicate with their hands, maybe. They do. Okay, hold on. We're going to pause for commercial, and now I'm going to—and then we're going to get back into, like, everything we were talking about. So everyone, wipe your eyes, because you're all feeling feelings, and listen to this ad.
1: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out.
0: What an advertisement. I should be a madman. Okay, so back to what we were saying about honesty and support and vulnerability. Oh, that word. I hate that word. (laughs) Otters put their children... Like, they are the most vulnerable. Like, when an animal's stomach is up, that's so intense. I know. And they're just, like,
1: holding space for you, right? And I just think about that and on, like, how we hold space for each other and how we take care of each other. It means so much. And I... I want to be better at that. Like sometimes I think, yeah, sometimes I can be a shitty friend and like how can I be better at that and be more aware of like not just be caught up in the things I'm doing because I don't know about you, but I'm really busy. Yes. Right. And not in that like,
0: yeah. Oh my God, I'm so busy, but it's like, no, I'm fucking busy. I yeah. shit to do.
1: Yeah. And then you feel like an asshole because you're like, you find, oh, sorry.
0: Oh, swear. Please swear. I, <laughs> did you not hear how many times I have said fuck on this podcast? <laughs> I am from Cambridge, Ontario, in case anyone wants to know. <laughs> explain some of it but yeah you don't want to be
1: like the asshole that you are and like just get so engulfed in yourself. but on the other hand you're like i'm so busy so how can i schedule this and make sure right
0: yes and i think like there's then there's that other argument that comes in where it's like well it's self-care to like take care of yourself and it's oh my god, with, god. if we can just take a moment right here and right now to say that otter's have just come into this room and been like we fucking hate self-care i'm gonna agree with them i can't (laughs) handle this word anymore i i can't handle it so i have a thing with it
1: where it's like there's maintenance yes maintenance like i need to remind people like maintenance is not self-care so sleeping eating breathing are things that you have to be able to do yeah like to live
0: yeah like to be a functioning person yeah yeah so when workplaces are like you know you need to do
1: self-care i'm like self-care like employers telling employees that self-care is them eating. I'm like, that should be like a known fact that people do.
0: Well, that's why breaks
1: happen at work. We hope. But we would so, hope. But some people I know, like we sit in front of our computers, or different things. Um, And just, like, don't have any space for that. So I do think around self-care, but then it becomes this whole industry. And I think that's when I have a thing about it. Even, like, the otter industry, you know, when I see all the books and things like that, I'm like, is this going to support the otters? Is this going to... Is it? No, a lot lot of time. Yeah. But, you know, it's okay. But I I think in terms of the industry on self-care, there's such an industry around it that sometimes I'm like... It sounds hokey, like it sounds really cheesy and then you get turned off by it. But on the other hand, we do need to take care of ourselves.
0: Yeah. And then it's like, how do you define taking care of yourself? Because like, I don't know, a sheet mask is probably not going to make me feel better about like a massive family crisis or something like that. What will make me feel better is like seeking out Friends or family, or like, or watching a fucking sad episode of Mad Men and crying and being like, Well, this is where I will cry for 45 minutes.
1: Yeah, sometimes I watch shows just so I can cry.
0: I have to, I have to schedule a cry. (laughs) It was like two weeks ago, I came in, I'm like, Guys, I'm emotionally constipated. And like, What do you mean? I'm like, I haven't (laughs) cried in two months. So I scheduled a time, I went home, I'm like, I know exactly what's going to work. And it was. was. no, it was the episode of Mad Men when Don and Peggy dance, and she's like 30, and she, she's like, I don't even know if I'm going to have someone, and he says the same, and he's like, and it's this moment, and then my way starts playing, and I'm like, perfect. <laughs> also, oh episode two of The Crown, where King George dies.
1: Still haven't watched it. I hope you can still be friends
0: with me. Um, Thank you for coming. Goodbye. <laughs> um, I guess I will be, we have a live otter that I was going to give to you, but I'll be keeping oh it. <laughs> I have never met an otter, and I don't know what I would do. I'm gonna Did probably you, lose my mind. Do you think it'd be like Kristen um, Bell and the sloth? Yeah, when I saw that episode, I was like, "That is me with an otter." Do you think that if you met an otter, I'm imagining all of a sudden an otter wearing a tuxedo. Oh I don't know why it's for, for the occasion, <laughs> and he has a hat. Oh. Do you think it's and it's on is all his own will? He's yeah, not of course, being forced. Of to course, all everything's about consent. Everything is yeah. great, and he is part of it. Yeah. He's getting paid. So, yeah. it's, but not maybe you're. I don't know. Yeah. Here's the thing would your obsession maybe like recede because you've seen him face to face no it would be more it'd be more you yeah.
1: love otters i love them so much and like it actually like isn't emotional like i just think they're just wonderful and i just love them and i don't know there's something about them that makes me so happy
0: i felt that way about unicorns but unicorns aren't
1: real i'm really sorry for the listeners that still are in that
0: place i don't but think anyone who believes unicorns are real listening to this podcast <laughs> okay. or have ever listened to this podcast <laughs> but otters are this like life i don't know they're just so sweet and i think yeah
1: so i i have like ideas that when i'm gonna meet them i'm gonna go to the sanctuary there's sanctuaries for otters that i'd like to go to in california there's like there's actually in BC that you can stay at some hotels that they're like there's otter sightings there, so you know there's hope for me and an otter.
0: Are you actively? Because I know that you and your wife had a trip planned
1: to meet. Yeah, we had to cancel it. Yeah, it was really sad.
0: And then like you, then you spent time somewhere where there was supposed to be otters. Yeah, my wife took me on a trip to stay
1: at a lovely bed and breakfast that so they said there was otter sightings, and the whole weekend there was no otter sightings. And then for our honeymoon, we couldn't afford well. For anyone, we, we had spent money on our wedding, so we were like we didn't really financially plan to have a honeymoon. But then this lovely like older queer couple, they were like, "Do you want our cottage for two <gasps> weeks?" Aww. Like literally gave us their like country home, and it was like living in Stars Hollow for two weeks. Oh my god! And it was near this lake called Otter Lake. So I was like, there must be otters in Otter Lake. Was there any otters? No. Why
0: would they call the lake that? That's what I was saying. It was an evil, evil trick. I hate that town. I don't want you to name it because they don't deserve to have tourists. It's a
1: pretty adorable town.
0: Well, fine. You can name it if you want. But no, fuck it. Fuck the town. Moving on. Not to the couple, though. You're great. And everyone here loves you. They had a shell-shaped bathtub, which I was really into. Really? I know. Okay, see, I'm imagining this cottage is literally Lorelei would thrive there
1: were a lesbian Lorelai version. So they had like plates with cowboy, women as cowboy, cowgirls thing. And they had posters, of course, of Desert Hearts, which is a classic lesbian film from the 1980s. Yes, and the whole, um, all the L words that you could watch. It was amazing. It was like a
0: mecca. It was a lesbian mecca. It was amazing. Happy honeymoon. I know. But where the fuck are the otters? That's what I kept saying. That's the thing. That's what I wanted for my wedding. Yeah, you didn't want, you wanted an otter mecca. My friend for our, our, our wedding uh, made uh, – I can't believe I'm
1: talking about my wife so much and I apologize to her in advance. But um, made us a coloring page for our, our wedding and it had – us uh, she loves sh- sharks and it Ooh. had a sh- an otter riding a shark.
0: Oh, my God.
1: It, it was so inappropriate. They were like, we
0: can't show this. But quickly. like sexually riding the shark or just <gasps> like – No, but it was like riding the shark. Who among us doesn't want to ride a shark? <laughs> I've seen Jaws. I feel if they just talked it to him, the shark would have been fine. I know it was that weird. Sharks man. are actually really tender, loving humans. I personally animals. love they're humans and animals. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, animal b- for it. It does is fine. Now we're personifying a lot of creatures of <laughs> the sea. I will say, I won't go swimming, and I hate water. And that's a fun fact about me. Oh, mm-hmm, I don't trust the sea. You think the sea's going to hurt you? I do. As my pants like <laughs> accidentally unbuckle from me being so bloated. the sea is now in my body, and it is trying to escape. That's, it's all the seaweed. It's all the up. seaweed is happening. No, the sea really i can't swim super well so when i start to get to any point of any of any submersion i start laughing like a maniac and then i can't you can't swim when you're like laughing nervously so i hate the beach on principle thus my love of otters is very confusing because i understand they're of the sea they are the sea do you enjoy any other aspects of the sea and do you think you would like otters as much as if, if they were land dwellers I love the sea. You love the sea. I love the sea. I love swimming. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We will never hang out yeah, this summer. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's it's fine. fine. <laughs> I
1: love the beach. I love the sea. Ah! Yeah, I love all of it. I like the f- I just like being in water. It feels safe for me. So oh. it's a opposite of you a little bit. But yeah, yeah, it feels like it just like it's holding you and it's keeping you up and buoyant. I love it. Oh, so, that's so
0: nice. Well, that's also like Sorry, I interrupted you. Well, good. We were in a fight for a second, but now we're not. I'm okay. in a silent fight at this point. Okay. Well, I mean, I am having Annalise scribble down all the things that you said that I will be taking personally. Because you fine. are a Virgo. I am a Virgo. What are you? <laughs> Gemini. Ooh. Yeah. All my close friends are Geminis, Scorpios, or Virgos. Oh, we are the worst signs that everybody hates. Yeah. But I think we are the best signs. We're smarter than everyone. That's, that's why, why they did. love hearing us talk about otters. <laughs> what <laughs> sign do you think otters are? Oh, my God. What are
1: signs of otters? They probably are cancers. Because they're so sensitive, but they probably hold grudges.
0: Oh, I love it. What have you learned about the otter community? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: okay. One thing I love about um, the use of otters. So in gay male community, they're Mm -hmm. used the term bear, but also the term otter is also used for a small, hairy person. And so that's exactly me because I am quite hairy. And for people that are hairless, they're called seals. So. Yeah. So my wife could be a seal and I could be an otter. So it's perfect. It's a perfect relationship.
0: So you really apply otters to a lot of elements of your life that are actually quite important because (laughs) there's your activist work, there's your personal life. Yeah. Where else do you apply them?
1: I apply otters to like how I have to remind myself sometimes that we're... Okay. So otters have a thing where they have their favorite rock that they have a pouch inside their body that they... a pouch near their in their body, that they keep their favorite rock sometimes and they play with their rock and it calms them down. And it reminds me just to slow down sometimes because I don't know about you, but, you know, I do think sheet masks are self-care. I do think makeup is self-care. Makeup
0: is self-care. Makeup is armor, actually. Yeah, it's
1: armor, but it's also like the application of it is oh, like the yeah, time yeah. that you take to be like, oh yeah, I like my face, I know my face. Mm-hmm. And as someone who like I used to turn the light off, you know, in the bathroom and like not want to see your face when you're little, when you just felt uncomfortable with what you look like, I think makeup is really good. So I think Otters the Rock
0: is that place, right? I love that. What kind, so? How do they choose these rocks? I don't
1: know. They just
0: have them. They just have them. And They're how? Just brilliant. It's forever? No, it's not forever.
1: No, it's same with their like. It's same with like. Anything they you know they let it go after a while, and letting it go is really important, probably for the otter life.
0: Do you do they mate for life? No.
1: Oh, they don't. I don't know if they do. Now I want to know: well, Do otters
0: mate for life? Let, let's. Do figure otters? That are out. they like swans and Canadian geese? Oh, do Canadian geese mate for life. They do. So whenever you and ducks, they mate. Well, I think ducks mate for a season. <laughs> At my parents' house in the backyard, there had um always this duck couple that comes around between May and June. I've named them Reginald and Sophie, and he watches while she eats and then eventually he starts coming by himself because she's laying eggs like on the pond <laughs> near. so it's like I have a real and then for a very long time I'm like I can't eat duck and then I realized I, I still really it's like delicious. the taste of duck so I have to eat I'm so sorry it's not Renegade Older Sophie though that would mean someone was hunting them on like no. major suburban grounds as long
1: as you have a name the animal I think it's okay to eat it right
0: yeah I exactly although even like Wilbur Ray right? he had a job <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Virgo. Do they mate for life? They okay. So this is the best. They can
1: mate for life, but they. I love this. And even creatures that do pair and mate for life occasionally have flings on
0: the side. Hey, like wolf. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, that sounds shocking. Wolves kind of seem like they got a lot of. They're they're busy. Yeah. They've got I, like a home life and a work life. But there's a, yeah.
1: So they have some monogamy, but you know, they have flings on the side. I kind of appreciate that about otters. I
0: feel like we've really, I've like brightened your scope on the otter world and I didn't think I'd be able to do that today. Oh, now knowing that they like live their best life. They're think, like living their best life. Yeah. Like when you want to just be like fluffed up by your mom
1: and then like wrapped in seaweed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's I think like, that sounds like a wonderful thing to happen. And
1: have you seen their flippers? Their no. flippers are
0: beautiful. They're Wait, like, they have hands. But have How flipper, does this work?
1: feet. Oh, shit,
0: they do. (laughs) Clearly, I've only Googled (laughs) in-water pictures of otters. So they're kind
1: of like a fluffy version of a mermaid. That's what I keep thinking.
0: Wow. And do you give a shit about mermaids? Are you a mermaid person? No. No. I'm over all that stuff. Well, because it's not. It's.
1: I feel really strongly about otters. Come back to the otters, friends. Let's
0: go back to the otters. Alpacas, otters. Oh, Alpacas. Oh, their eyes? Have you seen their eyes? Yes, I do. Google alpacas on a regular basis. Me too. They're very cute. I know. I love alpacas. I want to go to an alpaca farm. There's many. We should take. You should take this on an alpaca farm, and it should be just us. Just be like, hello. Annalise has left the room. She's just put her <laughs> headset on. And have you ever seen up. the
1: things where, like, also? I just, I, you know what? Animals just make me happy, and I, you know, I have no shame about it. And I think like there's such a push sometimes, especially on social media, when you like talk about these things Mm -hmm. i'm just like okay everybody just take a moment to appreciate this
0: love it's like i follow a capybara account because (laughs) yes because it is very important they're so chill like you remember the two went loose in toronto and they were just like we don't give a fuck (laughs) and it was just these two capybaras just like for months like no one knew where they were but they're so gentle they're like very large rodents yeah and they, they don't, they're not mean, but they're attractive, rodents like, they're not like rats. No. Yeah. Rats need to get it together. Yeah. Like it, fix your aesthetic. It's 2018. Yeah. Everyone's a new brand yeah, yeah. Your brand is gross unless you're pizza rat. And in that case, I hear you but, and I feel you and <laughs> I, and I've been there. Was five a rat or was a mouse? Either way. He wasn't Get it together. Yeah. No, never. Any, they're mice. Yeah. Mice. And Gus from Cinderella. Yeah. Oh, he gosh. was comedic timing.
1: Do you ever stop somebody with your phone and you're like, "Did you see this video of this animal?"
0: Now here's the thing. This okay. is where I'll draw the line. Okay, well, I you have boundaries. Okay. I do have boundaries okay. because I'll look at a picture. I will if you're going to show me a video. Like a, it needs to be like some hot goss that I am about to like embark on and be grateful for, or it has to be something like, "Have you seen this video?" And it's the and it's so funny that it's like holy shit it has to be like a high level like so funny that I you have interrupted my time (laughs) and now I am looking at this and it's like like the only like there's there's like a couple that come to mind and I don't even know them off the top of my head but fuck even like girl you're always lying like that like fine for a million years like that to me I'm like this is funny to me right but an animal video wouldn't work Mm. do you pause for animal do you take breaks throughout the day to like engage in otter content you, this is a podcast. People can't see your face. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I, have, uh, I actually have work breaks every half an hour because sometimes if I'm not with a client, if I'm not working with a sexual assault survivor, um, I take half an hour breaks where I just like will look at something good or read something or just take a stretch or do like a minute of yoga or something just so I can ground myself with it. So otters are on that. I have a book that actually uh, a, somebody I worked with, a survivor I worked with actually gave me a book about um, we're in this together and it's about an otter huh. and another otter and it's all about how they support each other uh, and it's to symbolize the the relationship that her and I had when we were working together it's, and it was amazing. So sometimes I read that lately
0: and yeah, I take otter breaks. But I think that's, I think in your job especially that's pretty like that's, like very necessary to take breaks. That's very smart.
1: It is, but it's sometimes not encouraged. Sometimes for other like there's an idea when you work in any place you have to get stuff done, this mm-hmm. like idea of capitalism all the time. And I think you do need to take a break. And we're not superheroes. There's days where I come home and I feel really hard. Yeah. There's sometimes I write um reports with an otter in my like on my lap, or like and I have like a lot of weird stuffed animals. And I know it seems like strange to folks, but It's not normal to be exposed to that much trauma. It's not normal. And so we have to like – and what's happening right now with the amount of social media people are consuming and the news, it is not normal. And I keep reminding folks about that. And there's a great book around it called Trauma Stewardship that if you work in this field or you're somebody exposed to trauma, read it because we need to talk about those things. Massively. I know you wanted me to come on Otters and I know it's supposed
0: to be funny, but those things are are like – I do think those things help. They do. Oh, my God. I would be so bummed out if, I, if you, uh, you just sat here and you were like, I've written 46 otter jokes. I'd be like, <laughs> people want to listen. And I'm just saying this even now. People listen because they want to hear about things that somebody loves because that's how you get to know other people. And everybody, when they come on to talk about something they love, we end up learning so much more. And it's always like a gateway into bigger conversations. So like – I think a lot of people listening are going to feel so grateful for what you brought today because they're topics we don't talk about a lot. And, like, we shouldn't shy away from things because they're heavy or scary unless it's going to make you feel traumatized. You have to be mindful of, like, your own mental health, et cetera, et cetera. But I think, I don't know, communication is half the time the only way we're going to fix anything. So Or burn it down. Or burn it down. So fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That was <laughs> my classy contribution to that. <laughs> I love that you came on and talked about all of this. I'm so happy. This is like, you're fucking amazing, and I'm so happy to know you. So get get familiar with those feelings. There, that's a, that's emotional as I'm gonna get on this podcast ever. So congratulations. Oh. I'm not crying, by the way. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> you have to just like. Blink oh a bunch. God, no! It's like it's like when you have to go to the bathroom and you haven't gone a long time. <laughs> Where like, you're the, I'm like, cry. yesterday I was at a press conference and I was
1: watching all these high school students talk about feminism and the need for the sex ed curriculum. And I was like, cry, like, cry, like getting super emotional. So I cry all the time, especially around feminism, people's feelings. I'm so proud when I'm proud of people. Oh, you can cry
0: now. Oh, yeah. No. I don't. I mean, I don't know what to do when people cry immediately. I'm like, how do you want this fixed? Do you want tea? (laughs) Do I have to hate someone? Do I have to say something to somebody? Who do I have to kill? That's what I ask all the time. Who do I have to kill? Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. It's a different podcast for a different day. Called That's our true crime. This is our true crime thing. They'll be like, oh, my God. This is actually quite upsetting. (laughs) Who did Ann kill? Who did? That's the podcast. We all find out at the end. And it's like, the listener, I sneak up behind you. Please don't arrest me for anything I just said. Um, definitely don't cut that, though, because that was comedic gold. This is the time where I ask you rapid-fire questions about otters. Okay, I am ready. And then we put a big bow on this and send it atop of otter's stomach and float down the seat. Yeah. A great mental picture. Okay. Uh, favorite otter trait. Oh well, the the otter,
1: the holding hands, the, of the hold. yeah,
0: the, the handing of the holds. yeah, the yeah. handing of the hold, yeah. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, first thing you would say to an otter if you were to see it?
1: Oh close my personally. god, hello!
0: I would just say hello. Oh I'd be so excited. Do you want to hold an otter?
1: No, because they don't aren't they're not meant to be held, and we have to respect that.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Well, no, like they're not. Toys, oh, like, they're right? not like my cat, who I have yeah. like
1: a baby. Yeah, yeah or like okay. my dog. I'm like, how are you? So I think, like, yeah, I want to respect their consent. Okay. Love it, but Perfect. I want to be really close to them. That's the problem. I think that you could just sit amongst them. Oh my god, if I could. <laughs> there's a picture of a dog amongst a raft of otters, so it's like one dog and like 30 otters. And I just want to be that dog, I just want to be
0: chilling with the otters. That's like you just put that into the universe, yeah,
1: yeah, right now. It's done, float it up, float, float it down,
0: float it down that river on the otter. This is exactly why this podcast exists <laughs> to manifest <laughs> someone's dreams and goals. <laughs> Change. we changed? gonna do a spell 100%. Okay. I've brought 14 crystals in my bag. <laughs> Of course, himself. Hashtag self care, Uh, (laughs) and I'm wearing a mask. Anywho, okay. Other otter trait um, that I'm personally obsessed with. I also love their hands. I did not know they held them. Mm -hmm. What do you want people to know about otters that we that you know that we probably don't?
1: Oh my god. The Things about otters. Oh, there's. A, oh, that's a bad one. You can say. So there's a whole bunch of people who are like, "How can you love otters when they rape baby seals?"
0: Oh, yeah, that's a bit bleak.
1: I know. It- I know. I think. I think in the animal world, in any world, there's there's gonna be people and animals that do not great things. Case in point, serial killers.
0: Yeah. yeah. Case in point, people. Also. <laughs> If you want to get specific, in The Lion King, technically, like, Nala is Simba's sister. So, I mean, like... Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. There's only one male. And they're all right. lionesses.
1: What are the Smurfs? That's what I always think about is, like, who did she...
0: Like, what happened there? I mean, that is... Were an- they gay? Was it a gay colony? I never got into the Smurfs. Yeah. I got really into the gummy bears. Oh, my God. Gummy bears, demouncing every- here and there and everywhere. I would drink my juice really fast, too fast, <laughs> and then bounce around and then get really sick as <laughs> a child. <laughs> there was like a whole like
1: a whole bunch of shows like that that were horribly, old, but amazing.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Like Poppos? Oh, I didn't watch that, but I did watch Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I, I mean, listen, this is now, this podcast will now be a Disney podcast starring me and Barbara, where we take apart various films and ruin them for everybody. Muppet Babies. Yeah. Did you know that the nanny in that is voiced by the mother and Leave it to Beaver? No. Barbara Billingsley. Oh. I love that I brought that into your life. I really like that fact. Okay. I'm going to ask you one last question. Yep. If you could spend an afternoon... With a single otter who spoke, what would you ask it? Oh, I would ask, him, does it get its hair cut? Like, how does it
1: fluff its hair? What would it do? What would I ask an otter if I could spend a whole day with an otter? Well, if, oh my gosh. Also, maybe where would you take the otter? Like, what would you do for the day? Oh, first of all, I'd be like, can I float on your stomach? Can you float on my stomach? Done. Done. That's two hours. Are we done. going to be like holding hands this whole day? Like, I would just hold hands on the otter's like in the water. Perfect. I would just like be crying the whole time. Love it. Like, you know, when people want to swim with dolphins? Mm mm-hmm. Otters.
0: Yeah, I never yeah. got the dolphin thing. Yeah, no. It's too, uh, Smooth, yeah. It's just like, ew, I feel like I'd be like swimming next to the guy in the first X Men movie who, like, comes out of the water. It was just like (laughs) a sack of water.
1: (laughs) I'm also obsessed with the X Men.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm very obsessed with, like, yeah, yeah, you're a Magneto or a Professor X. That's my theory. You are, I would feel more of like a Professor X because you feel the feels. I want to be a Magneto. You got to be both in real life. Everyone is actually both. Yeah. But you have to be more. Year one. But you lean towards one or the other. I want to be Phoenix. Just okay. Just why don't we say fuck one thing? Phoenix is Professor X. The True. Right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I feel like a Magneto because um, I like the confidence of Michael Fassbender. And in my head, the dating him in my head would also be fine. Yeah. I heard really good things about him. Yeah. <laughs> really oh no i not in real life oh i, heard, like, I was like wow why did not you tell them on the podcast what do you know about actor michael fassbender this has been an episode about otters thank you for listening Bye. um okay so that's your day you're gonna hold hands with an otter i'm just gonna
1: hold hands with an otter we're gonna chill out we're gonna talk about fluffy hair maybe you know eat some kelp together love it yeah it would be a really good day just a
0: day in and- It's World.
1: Yeah, It's World. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to bring it to the mall. No.
0: See, that would be my first instinct.
1: You want to bring it to the mall. We go shopping. Which mall?
0: Eaton Center. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. (laughs) There's three levels and there's a Nordstrom's Cafe. I'm there. Every day. I'm there a lot to the point where they know my steak order at the Nordstrom's Cafe. (laughs) I walk there and through there every day to go to work and back to work. They're really nice employees there. Yeah. Yeah. They're my favorite. Thanks, Nordstroms. Please sponsor my podcast. <laughs> or give me a gift card. Or just, you know. I have one. Do you want one? Oh, Yo, thank you so yeah. much. Okay. okay. So now where are you going to uh, tell the internet where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter. It's just farah underscore con.
1: And you can find me online. Just www.faracon.ca. I can probably say that way more fun. I always find it so weird where you can find me. You can find me.
0: In the club. Bottle of
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> where can you find me? <laughs> Probably eating a lot of ice cream at Keiko's.
0: Love it. Yeah, have you been to Keiko's? No. You should go, it's down the street. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Do they have, have lactose free ice cream? Well then, why would you say
1: that? I am a horrible person. You're the I'm worst so guest sick. we've ever had. No, I'm not holding your hand right now like an otter. I'm no, really sorry. I'm Thank not you. letting
0: you float on my stomach, even though it is raining. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so nice. You know, although I, I would say that like my stomach is like my most upset area all the time in my body, so it would be not pleasant probably for you or I. Castor oil packs. I've heard that. And I'm worse. just like a consciously nauseous and nervous person in that way. Where you're like, that's just who I am. It's fine. It's fine. I want fish and chips after this, so it's got to be okay. They're delicious. Exactly. Okay. You have been the best. I'm so glad you came here. We were supposed to record this in February, and then I shit the bed because I got a weather migraine. Whether migraines are healthy. And then I couldn't get this shit together forever because we didn't know how to do this because we didn't think this was going to be what it became. And yeah. it became a nice, fun thing. It's a real thing. It's cool, eh? It's amazing. Well, thank
1: you. Thanks for having me on. You're really nice. Oh, my
0: God. I love you. I know. It's really nice to meet you, you in should, real life. Yeah.
1: Well, now we're friends forever. I know. I'm going to be your best friend. I'm going to meet you in Nordstrom's tomorrow.
0: Oh, that would actually be a dream. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> next time we hang out, let's for sure just go to Nordstrom's. Yeah. Okay. You'll good. be like, what are you doing right now? I'm at Nordstrom's. This is my life. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. You guys just. Just heard of the birth of a friendship on the best podcast ever speaking of which this has been nobody cares except for me i'm your host auntie donahue you can find me on twitter and instagram at auntie or if you go to nobody cares podcast.ca tell me what you love and um, i'll read it here a lot of you haven't been doing that by the way and what the fuck is your problem i love you okay bye